sit and join the shade. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Drink the drink that I have made. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Oh, crap, I forgot I had to say hello. I was watching Bethany dance. Welcome, everybody, to Drink in the Style. I am your host, Gregory Rich, with Habitation Furnishing and Design and the District Edina. This is going to be a great show because I have two of my favorite people, seriously, in the world on the program today. And the first is Bethany Reed Peterson joining us out of her own podcast, Arrived, and a whole bunch of other stuff that you guys are going to love hearing about. Bethany, welcome. Thank you for having me back. I'm so excited to be here. Okay, just so everyone knows, that's actually scripted. Greg said my favorite people in the whole world. He says that every show. <laughs> it says right here. I, I forgot right to delete it. Oh, it's written on that blank line. <laughs> Exactly. He had to read it out. Oh, Bethany, yes, nobody wants here. to see how the sausage is made. My God. <laughs> It'll be true by the end of the show. Speak for yourself. <laughs> and my, and uh, the other favorite person of mine is Dan Newker. Oh, no, wait. Sorry. Uh, it's not. It's, it's John Gerber sitting in the cocktailogical throne, if you will, as opposed to the... That, yes. sounds, that sounds unsanitary. <laughs> to say the least. To say the least. John, how are you? I am good. Long time no see. Yeah, it's been minutes. 12 hours. It, oh, yeah, and then minutes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, 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 we're bleeped at this one. All right. Um, Brent, Brett, blah. oh my God, this is going great. We're going to need to do another round of tequila shots. Uh, Brett, also sitting back there, is about to hit our mixing music because John Gerber is going to be creating the Martinez. The pressure's on. Is it a Martinez? It is. Or a Martinez? Hmm. It's the kind of martini, so I suppose it Martinez. Kind of, maybe. It's a Martin Easy. Martin Easy. <laughs> Or the Martin. <laughs> Nobody cares if anyone named Martin is easy. <laughs> I'm sorry to all the Martins out in the world, but guys, your parents did you dirty. They really did. I, I like that name. One of my one of my best buds is named Martin. Really? And he, it, well, he's he's worthy of the name. He is a cool dude. Re- well, then he's actually he is he is changing the name because I can tell he you is. this much. No, it, it works. First, no one has ever said. You better watch your ass because Martin is on his way. <laughs> they have about Martin, about this said Martin. Said no one ever. Do they? Yeah, no one ever. <laughs> and then secondarily, nobody said, oh my God, this is a huge problem. Somebody get Martin. Yes, they have. They have? This Martin. Really? really? He was a captain of the Minneapolis Fire Department. He's just, he's a monster. Like, really? In, like, calendars and shit. So stuff. he's got like, yeah, his, his forearms are as big as my thigh. So people have said, go get Martin to get that kid out of the burning building, for sure. Martin, if you're listening, you know it's true. Martin, I really hope you're not listening, because after that tirade, <laughs> yes, I don't need a guy who's... Smoke it, exactly. Once again, you're listening to Matt McNeil. Um, <laughs> All right. Boring music. All right. There we go. The Martinez consists of one ounce of gin. And we are using yeah. Bombay Dry yes. Gin. Bambi, bam, bam boy. <laughs> Come on, Gerber, don't skimp on that. And we had one shot. I'm not skimping. I'm not skimping. I'm just using my math skills. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was told there would be no math on this program. It's one ounce of gin, two ounces of sweet vermouth per drink. And I want to throw in, by the way, people don't underestimate the importance of your, your vermouth. Buy the most expensive vermouth that they have. It'll almost never be more than like $25, but it makes a huge difference over the Martini and Rossi. Oh, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I like the uh, Capana. Is it Carpana or Capano Antica? I don't know it. Is that Carpana? I think it's oh, Carpana I do. Is it Antica. the one with the green design? It's a sweet there it's, you go. Yeah. Well, we got Dolan on this one. I like Dolan as well. You're a vermouth person. I am a vermouth person. Oh, I didn't know. All right, John, we missed something. What did you just add? I've added a couple of dashes of maraschino liqueur. Yes, you did, my friend. I did. <laughs> <sighs> Hurry with the drink, will you? Actually, skip this stuff. Just hand me the gin. <laughs> All right, now you are stirring in a yari. It has been stirred, and now I'm going to strain. Where, there we go. Excellent. And strain into a, uh, uh, apropos martini glass, since it is the Martinez. Makes sense. Coming out, it is a brilliant. Bethany, how would you describe the color? I would say it's a it's a brilliant sort of maroon, warm maroon kind of. Almost a zin color. Yeah, it's oh, almost got like a little bit of a kind of a suede leather type appearance as well. It's beautiful. Thank you. Oh wait. Oh. Oh, the lemon. The lemon. Oh, it's great. Gerber, you've made a mockery. Yes, and do not forget the so, lemon twist. Oops. So here's my question. So th- there's no actual lemon juice in it. It's just no, the lemon twist. Just the lemon so twist. you but so you did shake it anyway in a cocktail shaker versus just stirring it oh, in stirred. It was only stirred. Yes. Okay, so that's a, an important distinction when there's no fruit juice in the cocktail. Go on. Yes. When go on. When there's no fruit juice in the actual cocktail, what you do is you you simply stir it to chill it and mix it. If you had put, let's say, an ounce or whatever, or half an ounce in of orange or of orange juice, of lemon juice, then you would actually shake it and then strain it. Really? Absolutely. You never cease to amaze. Uh lockdown was a long time, my friend. <laughs> Fair Here, point. Take this one. This one has the edge edge uh, treated. Uh, the rim. You. <gasps> hmm. Gerber's rimmed me. I'm good. <laughs> Thank it, you, sir. Is it a good rim job? You know, I, the man has skills. That's really all I'm saying. It's nicely handled. Artistic. That one's going to be bleeped out for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. Never know. I think it'll stand. All right. And all right. So here it is, the Martinez. Right. Brett's still got it's, the uh, mixing music on, but we're going to need our swallowing music. It's the, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's my first mixologist drink ever. For you guys, I and bet it's here it is. Going to be fabulous. We'll see. Salute. 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 You prematurely swallowed. Brett. There's got to be a word for that. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Um, nonsense delicious. aside, this is it, it, absolutely it is. delicious. I like it. You okay. know what? I never think of ordering it at the bar, but I am going to from now on. Okay, so it's, it's very fresh. So, so it's uh, Bombay dry gin in this one, Dolan sweet vermouth, mm-hmm. uh, a Luxardo maraschino cherry, like just oh the no, syrup. just the ju- just yep. the syrup. We just use the mm-hmm. syrup, out and of then the, a uh, lemon twist. Yes, a lemon twist, and fresh don't forget lemon. to have John rim you. And some rimming from John. <laughs> some Gerber rimming. Some of that, that sweet, sweet Gerber rimming. <laughs> to keep the tequila jokes going, I feel assaulted. I'm so glad this isn't... <sighs> you admit, did you? Yeah. No. John and I have a complicated relationship as it Clearly. pertains to puns. Clearly. <laughs> Gerber, this is no time for puns. All right. All right, no. I'm just going to sit back and be quiet 
while you guys chat, and I'm going to enjoy Mar- mm. Martinez. No, no, no. You have to chime in, and oh, we'll okay. let you know when we need a oh, refill, please. and just stay limber uh, if you can. Yeah. Well, I could actually have one going here. Oh, I'll brilliant. Because oh, be Brett very, doesn't have one. Yeah, I'll be we'll, very yeah. quiet. Brett, I will make you one. Excellent. So, pardon any, looks pardon good any noise. All right. Well, that inane chatter is going to be followed by some more specific chatter. Let's do our random question of the day. Are you ready, Miss Reed Peterson? I am. All right. All right. Here's the question. You ready? If you had a theme song, what would it be? I took a, a, a great amount of time to think about this, as in right now. And uh, <laughs> stalling, 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 stalling. Okay. That's a tough question. It is so a really, tough it's question. It's a tough question. But I think at this point in my life, gentlemen, mm-hmm. I think my song would be Cheryl Lynn's To Be Real. Well, I actually think it's called Got To Be Real. It's a disco classic, one hit wonder. To Be Real. Yeah. By whom? Again? Cheryl Lynn. Cheryl Lynn, the yes. incomparable Cheryl Lynn. Yes. Not to Be Real. Duh, Summer, not Diana Ross, Cheryl Lynn. That is amazing. That's a great tune. Wow. It's, a, it's a banger. It is. It's great. It is. What about It Speaks to You? Uh, the very top of the song, it's like, do-do-do-do, do-do-do-do, do-do, boom, chicka, boom, chicka, boom, 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 I mean, you it are, has me from the top. Is, that is so much what's great about that song. You're right. You right. cannot help but be in an amazing mood whenever you hear that song. I, I love the song as well. Yeah. And it's love and it. it's disco. And here's the thing. Yeah, this is the disco. funniest thing. When I love listening to disco as well, but I am embarrassed by my affection for it. So whenever <laughs> I like I'm Guilty listening to disco drunk. disco and I pull up to a to a light or something, I always turn it down a little bit so no one knows I'm listening to disco. <laughs> All right, on that inner note, uh, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to be talking to Bethany about Arrived. And that's going to be fun. Talk to you guys in a minute. When you hear that, you just don't think music has improved no. at all. And it's had a lot of time to do it. This is solid gold, my friends. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you are drinking to the incoherent ramblings that is Drink in the Style. <laughs> Featuring Bethany Reed Peterson. And that was her theme song, To Be Real. I'm going to own that one. Seriously. <laughs> Did you know, I have a great idea for a, for an app. I've talked about this before, but I'm, I'm going to talk about it now again. All right. Synchronize everybody's phone music, right? So you're standing around in a group and everybody's phone is playing the same songs, which means everyone's listening to the same music, but it's within a, per, a personal bubble. But when a new person who's a member of the group comes along, their theme song plays. Oh, like when they walk into a room? Mm-hmm. <gasps> Isn't that awesome? That's great. I Is know. there like a record scratch? Like, I don't know what group you're hanging out with, Bethany. But all right, yeah, I think it's I think it's a great idea. Any developers out there? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. 
<laughs> a laugh like, track yeah. would be great too. La- yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant. Uh-huh. I, I'm very proud of that idea. I should do that. Anyway, you, as I said, are listening to Drink in the Style, and we have Bethany Reed Peterson on, and we're going to start by talking about her podcast, which is if you haven't listened to it. Absolutely fabulous. I honestly mean it. It is Arrived. Bethany, how do you describe the show? Thank you for the lovely introduction on that, by the way. Yeah, it's um, it's crazy. So the show's been, we're going into the second, fourth season now. Uh, in late May, early June, the show is all about helping you feel like you've You've arrived in your life, in your career. I'd say it's really a show about personal development. Um, it's funny because this show started out so totally different um, than what I thought it was going to be. It was much more interior design-led because I mm-hmm. used to be an interior designer. But the more I started doing the show, the more I realized that I had a greater interest in helping people feel like when they came home that they arrived, but it was not just about the aesthetics. It was about how they feel in their home and how they feel in their lifestyle and how they feel about themselves. I mean, which is, I mean, so you can see where you make the the leap because obviously your environment makes, has a huge impact on how you feel and, yes. and that's where you started and that does make sense. But you did. You developed and grew into more of kind of a personal growth, mm-hmm. individual type of a type of a pod. Yes. And it was. And it was also. I mean, what was beautiful about it is, or is beautiful about it, is that you do so much research ahead of time. I mean, you literally. I'm sitting there when I'm listening to it, thinking, "Oh, f- that." She knows what she's talking about. <laughs> Unlike my podcast, which is again the incoherent ramblings of a syphilitic mind. No, I do not have syphilis. Don't worry. Um, you know, you asterisk does not actually have syphilis. <laughs> right, exactly. That we know of. Fact check. Fact check. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. No, I don't. Um, but so another thing though about your pods. I mean, during you started this right around the beginning of COVID, correct? So I transitioned. Okay, wait. When did I start the show? I started the show. Actually, it was 2018. It was November. So before the show, I was telling Greg how great I am at dates. Um, I was November 19th, 2018. Okay. Um, and then I actually transitioned into podcast coaching at the start of the pandemic during the first lockdown. So I have I have that kind of classic pivot story like covid pivot story effectively which i mean which is is awesome i mean it's uh, the people like to say things like everything happens for a reason Mm -hmm. i hate that expression sometimes the reason is the gods want to be amused and have nothing better to do on a thursday night what they're actually referring to (laughs) is that sometimes circumstances change and those of us who are smart enough pivot and sometimes that pivot is preferable to the original path agree I do. Thanks, John. I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) You you leaned into the microphone as though there was was brilliance at hand. But maybe that is simplicity of brilliance. No, there was no brilliance. (laughs) He's laconic. He's, you know, he's just, he's got a few words sometimes. That's right. That's absolutely true. Many of them slur. No, you're right, though. But pivoting Mm -hmm. pivoting in this, in the, through COVID was, was a difficult thing for a lot of people who were stuck in the, you know, W-2 employer world, maybe couldn't work at home, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And me as an artist, I, I had no idea what was coming. Fortunately, enough people that were hoarding their dollars or whatever and keeping them hidden 
there were other people that were wanting to beautify their spaces. So it really, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of changed who you kind of tried to seek out and adjusted accordingly. And, you know, I mean, and I think some people probably didn't and just kept doing it the same way and probably suffered for it. I don't know. But agree. Yeah. I mean, the great reset, as they as yeah. they tried yes. to say, was yes. important. You know, but during the po- so so you started before COVID, but during COVID, you had yeah. some interesting podcasts. Oh, by I the did. Way. Yeah. What yeah. were your favorites? My fa- well, so interestingly, my um, my favorites. Okay, I'll give you th- I'll give you three because I think they're a really good introduction to the show if you've never listened to the show before. So the the first one actually that I would I would recommend people listen to is episode sixty, which was the finale of season three, um, and that was with my dear friend Marguerite Penrose, who's Irish and has the most amazing accent, and um, she talked all about how you can find your voice to affect. Changed. Now, so Marguerite's someone who, uh, everyday person living in Dublin, um, had a really unique story and wound up uh, actually being on local radio. That radio show got picked up and syndicated, and now her story has effectively been heard by, I want to say something like 2 million people. Oh, my God. It was like 1.5 when we recorded the show. And basically her story wound up in The Guardian and on the BBC. And so that show was really all about how you as one person, you think maybe you're just going on a radio show, but you don't know the power that your voice can have. So she was a real inspiration to have on the show. So that was that was one episode. That's episode 60. Uh, another episode that I would say is one of my favorites, actually, was my first year anniversary of the podcast. Um, it's called A Year in the Making. It's episode 44, and it's all about the lessons that I learned becoming a podcaster, all about how actually I was able to really grow from the experience of, of podcasting and how much you actually do personally develop. You think you're starting a show, you know, as part of your marketing, right? Which of course I was, mm-hmm. but there's so much more that I gained from becoming a podcaster. And I talk all about that on that episode. And um, the final one I would say actually, uh, especially for your listeners is episode 23, okay. which is, which was uh, with um, Georgette Mosier Petrasky who is the widow to the late um, Sasha Petrasky, who was this amazing, um, uh, I guess he was a, a mixologist, coctologist, uh, who started, is coctologist even a word? Did you make that word up? Um, you know, I'd love to say I did, but in truth, someone else did, and I did steal it. But it's not okay. in common use, so, you know. Yeah. Mm. So Sasha Petrasky started Milk and Honey in New York, and then they had another rendition in London. But Sasha was really part of this, you know, great cocktail renaissance back in the early 90s. So um, I had his uh, widow on the show. I think he passed away in, I want to say, about 2000, maybe 2002. Um, but Georgette was wonderful to have on because not only did she talk about their love story, but she did a whole lesson with us on how to set up your home bar during COVID. And that's how I actually learned that when you have um, fruit juice, when you have fresh squeezed juice in a cocktail, that's when you shake it, and when you don't, that's when you stir it. So there's lots of different things about Arrived. There's kind of something for everyone, but it's all about, again, like how are you going to make your life better and feel like you have arrived within your home and in your lifestyle? Wow, dude, that is a fabulous selection of, of shows. And thank you for knowing my listenership so well to oh. point them to the yes. drunken episode of setting up a mm. cocktail bar in your oh, own yeah. home. Yeah, it was, I mean, <laughs> that was a wonderful episode. She was just such a, a, a wellspring of knowledge. So it's just, it's so fun having guests on the show. I know, yeah. it is, isn't it? Yeah. Did she, did she, it was, she was on the show, right? He's passed away, yes, hasn't he? Yes, he, he passed away. Um, Sasha passed away. Um, and she was, uh, she was on, she was on right during lockdown. 
okay. as a matter, like right in the middle oh, of Oh my God, perfect timing. And she actually, when we record, she was like, well, we have to have a cocktail when we record this. And of course I was sitting there so nervous, like how am I going to make a cocktail in front of Georgette who like really knows Seriously. her stuff and oh now has God. a wonderful little um, startup in New York called Rego- Regarding Oysters. Um, and so she, you know, she brings in, you know, freshly shucked oysters and you have cocktails at her apartment and it's, I think, oh doing God. fabulously well. So I'm more than happy to plug that because she's just wonderful. That's insanely yeah. cool. So if you're in New York, go to Regarding Oysters. Well, I can't eat oysters, but I'll still go because the experience itself yeah. would be worthwhile. I don't understand oysters. Why does anyone want to eat something that you oh. literally have to put vinegar in and then try to get into your oh gullet my God, before I'm... it can go what? in there? I you know. Like oysters? I can't eat any seafood of any kind. That's it. I'm out of here. <laughs> Just, she <laughs> rends a piece of clothing and walks out, never to be That's seen it. again. Did, did she give a list of the basics that you need to start your own home bar? Yeah. So, okay. So what she said was because, so the show, little backstory again, for anyone who's never heard the show, the the show started for single men because I was, that was my design niche at the time. So she came on to the show. We looked at this from the frame uh, framework of how to set up your home bar if you're a single guy. And of course, no one could go out and date. So how can you have like a Zoom date? She said, look, just, you know, order two coupes online, just set up your home bar, make it really simple, have like one great bottle of vermouth, one really great gin, one really great vodka, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, her book, uh, her and Sasha's book regarding cocktails, which is really one of the sort of cocktail Bibles uh, mm-hmm. out there. Uh, Along literature. with the Drink in the Style cocktail That's compendium. right. As anyone I mean, it doesn't you. compete. Ours is highbrow. It's it high is. Brow. It is. Yeah. She's got it a is. dog on the front. Yeah. So but yeah. So it's um. So it's yeah. She gave some really great little tips on how to set up your home bar and uh, drink in the style from home, as it were. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Fabulous plug. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right. Um. Because I'm going to do a show at some point, uh, and just came to me of what you need in your home bar to start yes. out, and we'll go into specifics. Maybe yeah. even make it a local Minneapolis or Minnesota-based cocktail bar. Yes. Mm, There it is. All right. I hear the music. That means we're supposed to take a break. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I think this is a great show. So come on back. There's more to come. To Mandalay. Come you back to Mandalay. You make me feel so young. You make me feel that spring has sprung And every time I see you grin I'm such a happy individual the moment Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Drink in the Style on AM 950. Saturday is at 5. Sun- no, Saturday is at 7. Sunday's at 5. Sorry, I'm usually drunk by that time, so I don't know exactly <laughs> don't when remember. it is. <laughs> Saturdays at six drinks past noon and Sundays, <laughs> three glasses of wine. I'm your host, Gregory Rich, and I really do appreciate you guys tuning in. Our guest is Bethany Reed Peterson from Atelier Reed Peterson. No, Atelier Reed. Atelier Reed. Thanks. You said yes. it so much better than I do. <laughs> and of course, host of the popular podcast, arrived yay before i get back to bethany though i should say something to you guys folks did you know that you have a choice in title companies 
Buying a home is generally the biggest investment any of us will ever make. And when it comes time to close, you really do need someone you can trust. A title company is more than just a person in a conference room stamping papers. It is the person who ensures that critical documents are managed properly. They ensure that a transaction covers all the details that you and I would generally not know about. In short, they ensure that when the final signature is on paper, you are truly the owner of the property you are buying. Given the gravity of what we're talking about, I want to urge you to insist on title specialists as your title company. Yes, I'm biased because they're located in the District of Dinah, but it really is more than that. The crew at Title Specialists are some of the most competent, capable, and friendly people I know in the industry. And if you're a regular listener, you know I've done this stuff a lot. So seriously, if you're closing on a residential or commercial property, give the folks at Title Specialists a call. You really will feel better knowing that you have home field advantage by selecting the title company, and that company should be Title Specialists. Check them out online, TitleSpecialistsInc.com, or just give them a call, 763-493-2224. Wasn't that a sly plug? That was great. I know. Oh, it was short. It was, you just squeezed it right in there. I know. No, nobody... <laughs> just slipped it in. Yeah. They're listening, expecting, again, the frivolity, the cocktails, mm. and before you know it, you're hit. It was like two short phrases, and I felt like I got like six paragraphs of info. Thank you, John. That's beautiful. Thank yeah. you so much. It's it's amazing what you can write when you are having a Bloody Mary on a Thursday morning. Um, <laughs> let's, let's <laughs> Today is Thursday and these aren't Bloody Marys. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, but that's... It was a morning. <laughs> trust me. Uh, <laughs> by the way, we're looking to backfill title specialists' office space in uh, the district. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They're, they're there. They like it there, and we love having them. Let's get they back to Bethany. Bethany, okay, we talked about Arrived, but now we're touching on the fact that you are a podcast coach. You help people create podcasts. Now, some people might say this is a form of pure enablement. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> the truth is, it's more than that. Why are you doing this? What are you thinking? You know, it's interesting. So I'd mentioned that uh, pre-COVID, I was an interior designer, and I started the podcast for my own design practice. But, you know, during during lockdown, when no one was going into anyone's homes, I had so many designers reach out to me to say, hey, I really like your podcast. I want to start a podcast. Will you help me? And at first, I was really reticent because I had just cobbled my own podcast together through YouTube videos reading blogs, et cetera. And I didn't feel like I could actually coach someone how to start their own podcast. But I got so many requests that, you know, finally it was it was a matter of, well, I should just do this. Um, so, yeah, I guess it's for, it, is, it is a form of enablement, really, Greg. <laughs> it um, but it's so fun to, to be able to help someone nurture their own voice and really come into their own on their show. I mean, I know it's so easy for someone – like you to just get behind a mic and you know you have this real wonderful effervescence and charm oh, but a nice. lot of people I mean you do but I think a lot of people find it very difficult to get behind a mic and actually you know speak about their craft or speak about um, something that's really uh, passionate for them uh, their purpose and so I, I coach my clients a lot of them are interior designers in fact 
uh, to to find their voice and to structure their show in such a way that's going to really help their audience. And of course, you know, at the end of the day, um, a lot of times people start their podcast because it is a business endeavor. It is part of their marketing. Um, but I so I, I I teach that, but I also teach in such a way that someone does come out of the show feeling like you know they're they're doing this uh, not only for. Um, you know, for 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 work and for business, but um, really is a, again a sense of personal development uh, because you know if you can't have fun behind a microphone, you mm-hmm. know, as part of your business, then where are you? <laughs> no, it's com- yeah, you are a hundred percent right, hundred percent right. And in fact, that's true of almost everything. If you yes. can't have fun while you're doing it, exactly, change your job. I mean, as best right. you can. Right. I mean, you know, I don't know. I'm accountants out there who want to be a producer. That may not be the right direction. Right. But right. And work is work. Right. And that is true. But bottom line is if you can't be positive. Right. Well, and there's something that's just so organic about having a conversation. It doesn't you don't have to sit down and write this lengthy blog. You don't have to um, you don't you don't have to do a ton of research for each show. It really can just be about getting a good group of friends together in a room, having a wonderful discussion, helping your audience, whether that's entertaining them, whether it's teaching them something. Uh, it could be it could really run the gamut. Um, so it's just you know podcasting and 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 radio and you know the audio form of communication. I think is such a powerful medium to reach people wherever they are. I agree. I agree completely, and it's fun. It is fun. That's the bottom line. It is fun. But what else should people know? What would you say, other than it has to be fun? Yes. What would you say is the most important thing that people need to know about starting a podcast? I would say if you're starting a podcast for your business, I think the number one – well, I would say the number one thing that I, that I, I, I hear uh, in a lot of podcasts go wrong is that a lot of times podcast hosts don't actually keep their listener in mind. Um, so whether that means they go down too much of a, a personal story but they don't then bring it back to a teaching experience for their audience um, or whatever it might be, either it's a tangent but it doesn't go anywhere, the number one thing you need to keep in mind if you're going to start a podcast is who is that listener – how do you know what that listener wants or what they desire from your show? How can you teach them something? How can you inform them? How can you entertain them? How can you just really bring value to their life in such a way that they not only want to keep listening to your show, but they now have built a sense of rapport with you and they now want to seek you out to work with in somewhere or another, whether it's coming to your furniture showroom or whether it's working with you one-on-one as a client. That, I would say, is the number one thing that I always tell my clients. You have to think of your audience first. I think that's a brilliant advice. It really is. Because, again, it's rather than me as a podcaster deciding mm-hmm. what I want to share. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's important. You've got to start there. But once you have an audience and, and once you've got people gathered around you, why are they there? And you, it's, like, it's like when you go to a concert. Mm-hmm. If the band doesn't play a couple of the old standards, they aren't thinking about the audience. They're right. thinking about themselves. I just came up with that thought. Yeah. Well, really, I mean, we're serving people mm-hmm. with what I mean. We're serving people by hopefully making them laugh today on the show. We're serving people in, in any facet of business that we're, that we're in. So, it's yeah, it's really about service in a way. And you can make that service really, really fun. Agreed. Agreed completely. Yeah. What about the nuts and bolts? Now, your pod, I mean, has fabulous sound quality. Oh, thank you. No, it does. It really does. What, what do people need to know about equipment to get started? It doesn't have to be expensive. You can really invest, I would say, somewhere between $100 and $150 for a microphone. I use a, um, I think it's a Technica ATR2100, and I know that's a discontinued model, but they have an upgraded 
you know, 2022 model now. And when I bought my mic, it was about $100. Um, and that's really the only piece of equipment that I use that's even somewhat professional. I just literally plug it into the USB port in my laptop and I record in my walk-in closet because clothing, textiles, curtains, you know, shag rugs, that kind of thing, they have wonderful... Um, they swallow up yes. the ambient noise. Yes, they swallow up the ambient noise. That's exactly what it is. So I think a lot of times people think, well, if I'm going to start a podcast, I have to go to the public library and rent out space or I have to, you know, I have to go to the radio station. And this is wonderful. I'm not going to lie because the sound quality is amazing here. But if you're first starting out, just start in your own closet and uh, make it simple. Just keep it simple. It's great, great advice. And yes, this is, I mean, we're in a studio right now with a beautifully mauve, no, not mauve, I just call it tan colored carpeted walls. Oh my God, a beautiful 1963 carpet. I mean, yeah. it's it's got the sound quality down. It does. What Scandinavian about, design. <laughs> yeah. Minimalist. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, Chad. Uh, <laughs> let me ask you this one. Seriously. Yes. If you if you were to start your own pod other than Arrived, just for fun, what would it be? Uh, okay, if it was literally just for fun. Just for fun. I, you know, I would probably want to do, chick. yeah, no, I want to do something. I, I, I love what you're doing with Drink in the Style, and that's not just me, you know, blowing smoke here. I, I would love to do a show where you get good friends around, you have a drink, maybe you have it's, a it's dinner. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, really, can we just, can I just basically copy, copy your idea, Greg? <laughs> Go right but ahead. Is, I, I mean, stole it's, a it's, lot of pieces. It's so fun because you know there. You know, you mentioned that I put a lot of research into my shows, and that's not something I recommend for everyone to do. But it would be such a departure for me to just like go and have an unscripted show where we're all just drinking. That's why it's such fun to be here today. Oh, so, thank you. Yeah. Well, a little uh, a little teaser. At some point, we may hear a lot more from Bethany as she kind of joins me in the creation of this nonsense mm-hmm. but that is something we'll discuss at another time we're going to take one more break and when we come back i may sneak in a plug you never know but otherwise we'll be talking with bethany reed peterson probably talking with john gerber and then we'll be wrapping stuff up so refill your cocktail refill my cocktail gerber and uh <laughs> come right back here in a moment your politeness just like blows my mind on the street of dreams thank you john i've got you under my skin i have got you Deep in the heart I think John's asking for a friend job tactic. <laughs> he really, really is. I was suggesting you do it oh. to, to get your full Oh, to myself. Right. And you could, you could, you could, you could <laughs> wow, get that ballerina a drink. I was talking like you could express the uh, express the the lemon a little bit and and hit the rim of your glass a little. Brilliantly done. I just messed that up. And t- I don't know if you want to share a rind. Sloppy seconds uh, on the rind. Uh, sloppy seconds okay, I'm gonna on put the a little, I'm going to put a little lime in mine, too, and see if it, what it does to it. Mm. it. Good for you. It might be heresy. Give it a try. Why not? Good we'll call. Yeah. Ladies and, and gentlemen, this is a drink in this tile. <laughs> what, 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 uh, <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> and then what might lime do to your drink? <laughs> <laughs> ow, ow. Ow. Well, I'm so glad that you could join us on our final episode. Um, <laughs> style. Because this has been dangerously fun. It's so good. 
Yeah. Okay. You know, this okay, is a perfect time, line. Bethany, for you to tell people how to get in touch with you. <laughs> um, no, seriously. All right. Yes. How do people get in touch with you if they want to start a podcast? Well, as listeners of the Drink in the Style podcast, I have a <laughs> special way that people can get in touch. They can go to atelierreed.com slash D-I-T-S, as in drink in the style. Wow. Oh, yeah. Finally. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. And what does that get people other than so a summons? That will get... <laughs> if you go to atelierreed.com slash D-I-T-S, you can book a complimentary VIP 30-minute discovery call with yours truly, oh. all about how you can take the next step to start your podcast. That's freaking brilliant. I love That's it. fabulous. Thank you. It. Once again... The podcast, the, the, the uh, address is? Atelierreed.com. And I will spell that out. So it's I was going to say, because it's yeah. R as in Intel. It's, yeah, so it's French and German, so that's a whole other story. Oh. But it's A-T-E-L-I-E-R-W-R-E-D-E.com slash D-I-T-S for drink in the style. Many pitfalls, but... I know, clear. but, you know. You are very clear. There you go. Yeah, there it is. Or, you know, yep. you can always just Google Atelier Reed or find me on Instagram at Atelier Reed, and we can go from there. Perfect. Perfect. You folks, do it. I mean, if you have any interest at all, and frankly, yes. if you just love Bethany's voice, as I do, you might as well just take advantage <laughs> of the opportunity and talk to her for 30 minutes Yay. on us. I would love to hear from you. Beautiful. How about you, Gerber? How are things going down at Nine Mile Gallery? They're flowing. At my nine mile. Yeah, mm-hmm. things are good. Um, we still have Drew Beeson's art up and um, and Mary Solberg's and my own, and we've swapped out a bunch of things, and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Had an event there last night with Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine that went very well. Beautiful. We had, you know, a hundred and some people <clears throat> wandering through, enjoying the art. Gorgeous. And we did a little raffle as well. Yes, we did. It was great. People loved it. It was beautiful because, folks, there's something that John has has come up with that I think is so insanely cool. Now, look, let's be honest. John's a serious artist, and your pieces are less than they should be, but not in not 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 cheap. They're not cheap. I mean, they're 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 serious art. But what's beautiful is that people still want a piece of you. <clears throat> the piece, and 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 you've come up with a way for folks to have original fine art without having to write a, a check that's four or five <laughs> figures. Yeah, it's kind of a it's kind of a, a, a physical NFT. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but uh it right now it's uh it's on it's on Facebook because it's so recent, but if you go to a 9 Mile Gallery on Facebook, you'll see it, but um what I have is a is an entire wall of 100 8 inch by 8 inch paint sketches. And what I do when I when I work on larger pieces, I'll I'll take one of these um, canvases and I'll I'll just sketch on it, mm-hmm. and kind of think things through. And sometimes there'll be three or four of them for pa- per painting, and sometimes I'll just do them and see if anything catches me, and I'll do a big piece based on it. But I don't throw those away, and and people love them, and they're at the gallery. There's a like I said, there's a ten ten piece by ten piece square of them, mm-hmm. um, and they're a hundred dollars each. It's, and and it's, and you can just pick it. You can just have me pick it right off the wall for you and take it on your way. It's really fun. Last night, we had uh, Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine there, and we raffled 10 of them off. So 
Uh, one. And, and Bethany won one. Also, uh, the yoga pillow. You basically sounds, cleaned not, up. It, I, I know it totally does. It does it sound like there was like some kind of chicanery going the on? Fix, the um, fix was yeah, in. She's gonna be. She's gonna be on the show tomorrow. She should win, 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 win. That's <laughs> um, true. But uh, but no, the the paint sketches were fun to give away, and people really liked picking one out of this, out of this just big wall of art. Mm-hmm. And um and I I completely understand that a lot of people you know can't or or just you know it's just not in their within their resources to buy a larger original piece of art so it's nice to have something accessible for people art's an investment and i it love that you've is. made it more accessible yeah it's really fun but yeah. this these 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 paint sketches i just love them i just love them aggregated i love them individually yeah. it makes me think of the story of picasso do you know about picasso and the cocktail napkin um He's, I know he drew on him a lot. I, yep. I don't know the, this particular story, maybe. He's, yeah. he's sitting at a bar in Spain, and mm, uh, he's mm-hmm, drinking, and he doesn't mm-hmm. have any money to cover his mm-hmm. check. So he grabs a cocktail napkin, and he does a quick sketch and hands it to the bar owner. And the bar owner says, this is absurd. This, is, this took you like three seconds to make or ten seconds to make. Mm-hmm. And Picasso says, no, it took me 30 years, an entire lifetime to make. And I can't imagine how much that cocktail mm-hmm. napkin oh, would go for God. right now. Right. And the bartender said, but it'll still be. Yeah, it'll still be seven pesos or whatever. <laughs> that's real. That's, it, is a, it, is a nice, it is a nice drawing, but it's still going to be seven pesos. Um, the dumbest that's, that's bar owner in the history of I have tried man. to turn my art into currency. I bring it. They the just NFTs, do, again. Oh, my God. At the gas station, I bring one of those, I bring those canvases in to pay for my gas. He's got like, like a full Excel tank and energy. three. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Hold it up and mail it in. Yeah. No, it is no, It is great. so cool. And it is such a great way to get your hands on some fine original art because yeah. it still is. Yeah. And they're kind of they're, they're nice little um, – they're, they're leaner pieces like for on a shelf. They're small. Leaner piece for on a shelf or on your desk or, or – you know, some little corner somewhere. They're you know, they're just they're they're fun and they're one of a kind. They're original obviously and they're paint and on a on a stretched canvas. They're not just on a piece of paper or a napkin. So cool. it actually gets something of substance too. And you can go check about check out pictures at uh, nine mile gallery site, yeah. right? Yeah, I they'll be on nine milegallery dot com, but right now right now if you if you I want you to go to Facebook anyway and like the page. So I I kind of would like to encourage you to go there. First, and Facebook um, and, and build that, and then you can always see what what the latest is going on because the the website changes, but not as frequently as Facebook. It's a great point. Yeah. It's a great point. And again, it's Nine Mile Gallery, and it's the number nine. It's not yep, the number nine mile M I L E G A L L E R Y uh, on Facebook. Easy to find. That would have been Lots so funny stuff. if you misspelled that gallery. I I easily could have. These are good. <laughs> yeah, they are clear. <laughs> going down a treat. Yes, they seriously are. Yes. Oh my God. All this, right. Okay. Uh, I don't want to change. Uh, well, n- uh, uh, for another time. Go ahead. <laughs> I was about to do my big wrap up, but but way to cut my no. Nope. Okay. All right. There it is, my friends. We have drunk our way through another episode including a cliffhanger from John Gerber. On behalf of Habitation Furnishing and Design and the District of Dinah, not to mention Bethany Reed Peterson and Alt Atelier Reed, I'd like to wish everybody good luck this coming week, and I'll finish with a quote from Sigmund Freud. Nothing to do with sex. When inspiration does not come to me, I go halfway to meet it. <laughs>